this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. Good morning and welcome to Pell Quality Faith Ministries. Wow, another day in the house of the Lord. Wow, I'm so grateful, you know, um, Mm -hmm. praising God. You know, um, today I was supposed to be at a funeral, but I'm still in that place where I just couldn't get there. But anyway, in the midst of all things, you know, I'm happy to be in the house of the Lord. And not only am I happy to be in the house of the Lord, but just to understand the message that he has for us today, it really, really blesses my soul, but it makes me actually stop to look at things from a whole different point of view, and I I, I know how I see things. And so I'm going to open up in the simplest prayer, Holy Spirit, have your way. Yes. Move amongst your people, cause them to see things from their viewpoint and as they see things from their viewpoint cause them to walk in greater wisdom and knowledge of who you are Lord a lot of times when we view certain situations we think it's always going to have the most positive results but sometimes it requires us to take our hands off of things and really allow you to move And so even now, as your message goes forward, move in the hearts of your people, that they may understand what you have today. And I always say, you guys, I don't think I have a big message, but I think it's impactful, okay? I don't think it's going to be long, but it's very impactful because it's really something that we all need to hear. And so I always laugh because I was sitting in my car waiting to come in. And as I was sitting in my car, I said, Lord, I don't know what to do today. And I said, I don't have no scriptures. I don't have nothing because I always wait on him to give me something. He said, but I know what to do today. He said said it so loud and clear to me. And he said, and I have the scripture. He said, go ahead and go to Luke 5 for me. And so I went to Luke 5 and then I read Luke 5. And Luke 5 is not easy to teach on uh, because it's got so much stuff in it. And you really got to try to figure out what you're saying in the midst of it. And so as he was showing me Luke 5, he said, I said to him, so how do I even deliver Luke 5 from the top of the chapter to where you want me to go? He said, I want you to talk about cakes. Okay? Cakes. I love pastries. But one thing, if you know me, if it's a store-bought cake, I ain't eating it. (laughs) For the life of me, don't give me a store-bought cake. I don't like Costco. I don't like none of that because it has an aftertaste to me. In my mind, it doesn't taste like cake. Cake tastes like the cake I grew up. The aftertaste is butter, okay? And if the aftertaste is not butter, then I don't want it, okay? 
if I don't taste that butter and that sugar that's mixed up, you know, once you lick that plate before it, you know, put it in the oven, you know, that your mom used to hand you the bowl afterwards and she literally says, okay, I'm putting the cakes in the oven and then she gives you the spoon or whatever and you just go to town. That's to me what a cake tastes like. And then once it comes out of the oven, you know, you sitting there waiting for to see what's going to fall off on the side that, you know, she ain't going to add to the cake, you know, and you sitting there or what she going to cut off the top or whatever and she going to put to the side, you sitting there waiting on it. That's cake. Okay. And so the Lord told me to talk to you guys about cake. Okay. And in that place where that's cake, you know, I get excited about it. Okay. I mean, my mom would turn around and say, who wants the spoon and boat? We had grabs on it. Uh-uh, I got it first, okay? And, and then if you didn't get the bowl, you got the spoon, okay? And so you fought for either the bowl or the spoon. And my mother would make a seven-layer cake, okay? A seven-layer cake, and it had some of everything you can possibly think of in this seven-layer cake. So you got seven times to get the bowl, okay? She had seven children, okay? So you got to get one go around, you would get one go around because she would make different layers. And so as I began to look at that, you know, um, as I grew older, you know, I had cinnamon and I said, hey, cinnamon, let's make cakes. She had no clue that I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and so every weekend or every week we would make cakes. And she was just like, Mom, I just love when we can make the cake because I would give her the bowl and spoon, right? <laughs> and I, I had this desire to make this pound cake. And somebody gave me a recipe. Well, when they gave me the recipe at work, you know how you have potlucks and things such as that, and somebody brings something really good and you tend to focus on the good thing, okay? <laughs> and you keep going, sneaking back for the good thing. All the rest of the stuff don't matter. And then you have people that said, Oh, did you try my stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But you're really after the good thing. And so this one particular woman bought a cake in that was a pound cake that I've never tasted before. It was so good that I asked her to make me another pound cake. Then I was bold enough to say, give me the recipe. You know, most people won't give right. you recipe. But she gave me the recipe. And the first time I made it, it didn't come out right. And the main reason why it didn't come out right because I added more butter. And I didn't know that when you add more butter to something, it's going to create grease and it's gonna be like cooking, okay? And it, it just didn't come out the way I expected. So I said, okay, I let it sit, and you know, it let sit, and you know, let it sit for a couple of days. You know, the grease got caught up in it and made it whatever, but it was still edible. You know, so cinnamon, I ate it. You know, it was edible. You know, oh, good cake. So I said, okay, this time I'm not going to add too much butter. I'm going to make it two weeks later. So two weeks later, I got up, I made that cake again. But this time I said, I'm going to add butter, but I'm going to add some extra other stuff to make sure that when the butter goes in, the extra other stuff is going to go in and it's going to work out. Cake didn't come out again, okay? And it just didn't come out the way the lady made the cake. And then, 
you know how your mom said they put their foot in it or whatever the case may be. And then I said, well, maybe I got to put something in it to make it there. And so I kept trying to do it. And so we went cake after cake after cake. We just had cake days. And so my daughter was like, oh, my mom, I just love cake days. Then I got tired of it because I couldn't fix it. And so I just said, no more. I'm not doing this again. And, and then I'm not going to put it together. One thing I didn't realize, that you had to follow the process when you put in the ingredients. I was just throwing it all in. You know, says eggs, put some eggs in there. Then says this, this and that. But I didn't see where the recipe said fold it. Okay? You know, I didn't see where it said, you know, separate the eggs. I just threw the eggs in there. Okay, and put it in there. And I didn't understand why it didn't come out the way I expected it to come out because truly I never followed the instructions. And then one day I decided to follow the instructions and do it right and it rocked. Okay, <laughs> we had cake. Okay, and not only did we have cake, I licked the bowl and had her share with her and we were licking the bowl together. And so we had cake. And it was so exciting that, you know, everybody in the household was like, make it again, make it again. Well, I don't know what I did. Get it? I don't know what I did. I don't know how it came out right. Okay? Maybe there was a foot in it that I didn't know about. <laughs> Maybe something happened that I, I wasn't aware of, but it came out great. So, months go by. Hmm, lost the recipe. But my mom, sister, has a secret recipe that's family known that she can make a pound cake in two seconds. So I pick up the phone and call her and I say, hey, I would love to have a pound cake. She makes me one. She makes me a pound cake and she said, come over and get it. I drive all the way down LA, go get the pound cake. I'm a cake drive eater, okay? <laughs> that means I'm going to start just picking off the top like chunks of it and just eat it while I'm driving by the time because I don't have a knife, I don't have whatever, so I'm going to pick chunks out of it and I'm going to try to make it look like I cut it, okay? And I'm just going to keep eating while I'm driving because it's cake, okay? If anybody know me, cake, okay? But it got to be real cake. And so, ate a whole pound of cake, probably in one setting. And I'm like, oh God, can't do that again. So I call her again and say, let me just make my own. And so I make my own, uh, make my own, and this time I get the recipe. It's hard. Because there's one part that they say, take the eggs, yolk, and you got to make them fluffy, and then you got to fold them into the batter. And you gotta slowly roll them into the batter. I ain't got time for that. Okay? So I put it in the oven. I don't fold. Okay? <laughs> and cake didn't come out again. Okay? I throw the cake out. And at this point, now I'm like, hmm, I'm on a cake diet. Okay? Because I can't fix it, I'm just gonna be on a cake diet. Years go by, Cinnamon gets older, and she said, Mom, what happened to the days that we used to come in the kitchen and make cakes? Mm -hmm. I said, girl, 
Do you not know that all these times I was making cake, I didn't know how to make cakes? I said, I was just making something, trying to make this cake. And she said, oh, I thought you knew all these years how to make the cake. I said, I didn't even know how to make a cake. I said, I kept trying it, but I don't have the patience to fold things in and to mix it in accordance to what it's supposed to be. And so the Lord said to me, start with this particular part of your story. And he said, and now take them into the message. We're reading from <clears throat> Luke 5, verse 1. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets and you will catch many fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, we'll try again. And this time their nets were, full, were so full, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the size of their catch as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. For now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. And so the Lord was showing me, as I began to look at the cake story, I stopped trying. I gave up. I just considered this was something I couldn't do. Even though I love to do it, and I love cake, I just didn't have the patience to do it. And the Lord was saying to me, cast down your net again. Amen. He said, many of you are in the places where the things that you love to do or you desire to do. He said, you're in that place where you won't even cast your net down anymore because of what you experienced in the past. He said, you literally won't even try again. He said, you claim defeat before you even start. He said, you're looking at things by telling yourself it's not going to come out right. That's the way. Or it's too difficult to fold in. It's too difficult to follow the steps that is necessary to get to the desire of my heart. And so the Lord was literally showing me as I was going over the cake story of my claim for defeat in many areas of my own life where I literally have thrown in the towel. I literally said, I, I tried it. It didn't come out the way I expected it to come out. So therefore, I give up. 
I'm no longer going to do this because the results are not turning out to be as I expect it to be. So therefore, why do it? Why even believe? Why even try? Why even look at it? Why even give it a second turn? It's something I love, something I desire, but I cannot make it happen. So therefore, why even put any effort into it? And so as he began to show me this, he began to walk me through the excitement that I used to have when I used to try to make it. Yeah. And, and, and the joy that came for those who assisted me in it. And, and, and the partnership and the relationship that we built as we were working together. He said, but you took all of that and you tossed it to the side because it didn't come out the way you expected. And then he said, how many dreams and desires that you put on the shelf because you could not accomplish the desires of your heart. And he said, today I'm asking you to cast your nets down in these particular areas. And he began to try again in these places and allow me to support you in the areas where you feel like you can't go. And he said, and, and as you cast down your net, believe differently than the way you have believed in the past. He went back and he began to talk to me about me putting in too many ingredients and sometimes we put in too much to try to get it. You give your very best and whatever your very best look like, you stand on that best. Do you hear what I'm saying? And if your best has flaws in it, you stand on your flaws. You stand in the place where you know that I'm able to accomplish the things that you're desiring. Sometimes we put too much effort in something. Yeah. Sometimes we put not enough effort in things. But he said, if you would give your very best, whatever that looks like, okay, whatever that looks like, okay, and that's what he was really talking to me. My very best doesn't look like I follow ingredients, okay? My very best doesn't fold in, okay? My very best doesn't separate eggs. It throws all everything in together. My very best adds extra butter, extra sugar in there to make it taste like what I think it should taste like. And the Lord said, but if you try your very best, I'll see it. I'll meet you in the place where you're at. He said, but I want you to get out of that place where you feel defeated. I want you to get out of that place where you've given up. I want you to get into a place, even if your effort doesn't even stand up, but to just try. And I'll meet you in that place. And I'll show you that in return that you'll get the result that you're desiring. Amen. And I said, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> wow. Cast down your net, right? And that's what exactly what he told him. Peter was in that place where he just basically said, I tried, I did everything that I could possibly do. I, I, I went the extra mile. I went out there and there was nothing in that place for me to even catch. 
I, I, I'm just at a point to whereby I cannot do this job anymore. It works on my heart. It works on me. It makes me feel like I'm less than. Isn't that what we say? Not only it makes me feel like I'm less than, I can't keep doing this because I feel like I'm failing every time. So I cannot put myself to feel the same emotions that I felt before. And it's like, wow. Wow. But, but Peter took it further when he said, I repent. Because he literally saying, as he was speaking from his heart, from what he was contending with, he recognized that he was literally saying, I don't trust you, Lord. Yeah. He was literally saying, I don't trust you, Lord. And we all say the same thing when we say, hey, I can't do this no more. I can't try this no more. This is too hard for me. Lord, the results that I keep getting is here. I don't have the ability to stand up in this area. I don't have the wisdom to operate like others. And God is saying, will you just try again? Yes. Amen. And in that place, whatever your very best look like, that's all I'm asking. And so if your effort is... Little to none, he's saying, I'm willing to accept whatever you're offering. Amen. And, and that's what he literally told Simon. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Simon, if you really listen to it, you can hear his frustration. Mm -hmm. You can hear, I can't do that no more. It's too difficult. And you can see when a fisherman goes out, he goes out for days. He don't go out for just, you know, going out for a day. He goes out for days. And to come back in with nothing is it, it, it's total defeat. Because not only is it that he's coming back with nothing, the people that was hoping for him to come back with something, they can't run their business. They can't do what they need to do because he agreed with them to be able to sell whatever he got in the market. So not only was his defeat known, but it impacted others. Hopefully you guys get it. Because the Lord was even showing me in that place of defeat, you impact others. Because somebody may be waiting on you to move in order to get what they need to do to move too. But because you literally have given up and you're in that place where you're literally saying, I can't do this no more. That fish is never caught. That fish never comes forth. Because you never did what you were supposed to do. You never moved in a place of faith. You never recognize that it only takes your best effort. And whatever that best effort is, it could be halfway. It's still effort. And that's what he was saying to me as I was looking at this word today. Because he literally was saying, I want you to cast your net down. And I was like, net down? 
Wow. Mm -hmm. He said, I want you to drop your net in every area Amen. that you been waiting on me to move. Amen. He said, but I want when you drop it, I don't want you to try to add all the extra ingredients. You know how that was going. Okay. Okay. I don't want you to keep mixing and over mixing the batter. You do the best you can. And I'll make sure that things turn out right. Did you hear me? He said, I'm going to make sure that it's fully baked and it's turned out right. I was like, whoa, Lord. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Because I know I, I'm not a fully baked person, okay? <laughs> and, and I know when I look at cakes, if it's still a little wet on the inside, I'm going to take it out of the oven. And I didn't know you're supposed to keep it closed. You're not supposed to keep opening it and closing it and opening it and closing it because that was part of my problem too, okay? I would open and close it, stick the little toothpick in it, and then I would see something on top. I'm like, dang it, it's still not done. But then when I put all that butter, I can hear it cooking on the bottom. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm like, why is it making that noise? <laughs> but it was my best. My very best. I have no problem getting it out of the pan, you guys know that, because it just spins straight. <laughs> from a whole different place. And then once he began to say to me, he said, don't put all the ingredients. And he said, and I want you to follow the simple recipe. And I said, a simple recipe? He said, have faith in me. Amen. He said, recipe is easy, have faith in me. And then I said, whoa, wow, this is an awesome message, but simple. Quick, simple, just right. And, and as I began to hear him say, cast down your net, he literally made sure that not only did I see the change in Peter, but everybody that Peter was connected to changed yes. as a result of it. Oh, wow. yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. So you don't know what your change going to do to others. Yeah. That's why he took me and he says, I want you to see Peter. And I, he said, Peter had got frustrated. He had gave up. He said, but he impacted those around him to where they were frustrated. And they had the same situation. And he said, you have to understand something also. They would go out for months at a time. So they got the same result months at a time. And so day one went by, no fish. Day two went by, no fish. Because you know some of us are counters. Okay? That's why he told me, some of us are counter. Day three went by, no fish. 
and, and I want to make sure that you understand, as he's looking, he's pulling up these nets, and he's saying junk or nothing in his nets. And every time he's pulling it up, and the more he's pulling it up, the more, what, what is he doing? Getting discouraged, discouraged, yes. discouraged, and discouraged. And that's what he was literally saying. Many of you are getting discouraged, 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 and discouraged. And he said, faith means that you're not going to keep picking up your net. You're not going to keep looking in there. You're going to keep looking to me. He said, that's what it means. And when I say the simple recipe is to look to me, not to look to what's going on. And, and to trust me as you're looking to me and as you're focused on me, then I will fill the net. You guys got that? Yes. I will fill the net. He said, don't keep picking it up. He said, because when you pick it up, he said, you'll talk yourself out of it. Yeah. He said, you will stop fishing because of the fact that you don't see something coming up. He said, eventually, you're not even going to try. And so then he reminded me, as I'm looking in the, the stove, and I'm looking at this cake, waiting on this cake to rise. But as I'm looking to see this cake rise, I can see butter just all around it. Do you hear me? I see butter cooking like I'm cooking something in a frying pan. And I see this butter just going all around it and I'm like, oh, I gotta throw this one out. And, and I'm seeing this popping like popping, okay? It's in a baking pan, but it's popping up. And I can see the bubbles. You know, you can see the bubbles all around. I said, this cake ain't gonna come out. And and I can see Cinnamon saying, well, and then she went out of the room, and what I do? Dump it in the trash. And she said, well, what happened to the cake? What cake? <laughs> there was no cake. There was butter cooking. <laughs> but the second time, I seen the same thing happen. Butter cooking, you know, it says two sticks of butter, right? Make it four. Oh. <laughs> So let me up it. Let me keep upping it. Let me keep upping it. And the Lord says, do what you know. And, and trust what you know. And stick to what you know. And I'll see to it that it turns out. He said, don't up it. Don't down it. But just stick to what you know. And I will do the rest. And he says, it all I ask that you follow the simplest thing to look to me. Don't look in the net. Don't look around you. Don't peek in the window. You guys got it. <laughs> Don't keep opening the door. Don't keep sticking your fork in it, okay? Don't get a toothpick, okay? Okay? Don't overlick the bowl, okay? But to trust me in the midst of it. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord says to you today. Okay. Praise be to God. I said I don't have a big message, but it's impactful. It definitely gets your attention because in that place, 
God is literally saying, try again. Mm -hmm. Believe again. And try again means, okay, I'm going to try this over. I'm going to cast down my net. And I'm going to trust that something great's going to come out of it. Wow. Imagine something great coming out of something. And in that place where something great comes out of it, what do you do? Celebrate. Okay? But don't throw in the towel when it doesn't. You gave your very best, but you believe as you're basically doing what you're doing. Hopefully all of you guys have heard what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you. For that no new believer, hey, it's simple. Lord, today, I choose to trust you. I'm going to allow everything that I have put forth to go forth in your name. And as I go forth in your name, Lord, I ask that you do what you do best. Bring it to its end. That all things that I desire may be accomplished in you. And for that new believer, simple as this. Oh, wow. I asked God to accomplish some things in my life. Oh, wait a minute. Do I got a relationship? Oh, got to have a relationship in order to accomplish. And the simple thing is, Lord, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my God. Help me in the areas where I cannot help myself. And as I look to you, Lord, let your will be done. Fill my nets. Better yet, fill me with yourself that I may be able to help others throw up their nets that they may receive the things that you have called for. For that new believer and believer, if you said that and you believe it even now, then it's so in Christ Jesus' name. I pray that each one of you are blessed in a blessing and that God's favor continues to shine forth on each one of you as you go forth this week. In Christ Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Bye. <laughs>If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this.